Hello, my name is Michaela, and today I will be giving a podcast about communication and how organizations can use communication to better their retention rates and to better prevent employee turnover. I hope you enjoy today's content. So what's your story? The journey and experiences we all have throughout our lives convey a deep and meaningful, complex piece to how we each individually made it from what was once the beginning to what is now the present. When you ask someone, what's your story? It is more than just a simple, how are you? or how's life going right now. As we are working throughout our lives, it is important that we ask the right questions if we want to get valuable answers. People are about as dynamic and unique as the constellations we can see under a dark night sky. Yet, as a society, we tend to believe that we get the most quality work from those we are leading by barking orders and following a format that holds little to no employee retention rate. There are times that we will even interview employees asking these same surface level questions thinking that with this information we will somehow be able to gauge how effective they will be at their job and for how long. We are almost always wrong. I have worked in grocery stores, churches, child care centers, bakeries, delis, floral companies, you name it, and I have probably done it. I've seen people walk out during their first on-the-job training day. I've seen people walk out after loyally dedicating themselves to a company for over 20 years. I have seen people walk out at 6 in the morning, during their afternoon lunch break, and 5 minutes before closing time. I have seen people clock out from a long work shift, unaware that I would never see them again because that was the last shift they decided to endure. I have watched people leave with their fists tightly closed and beat red faces. I've watched people leave with tears streaming down their cheeks, speaking to a loved one on the phone, worrying about the circumstances they are now left with to face. Rarely ever are people happy to go, but when given the choice between their employment, what they deal with on a daily basis, and the potential of losing their housing, vehicles, and financial income, preventing them from becoming homeless, they are willing to risk it all to escape their current employment and the environment that they have been subjected to on a daily basis. The reasons people leave are clear to see, and if you pay attention, you don't even have to ask them why. Jason, for example, 
calls in sick to work the day before his shift. He knows that he probably has the flu because his roommate tested positive the day before Jason started to have worsening flu-like symptoms. Jason's work threatens to fire him if he cannot get a doctor's note. But Jason, like many young college individuals who are also working full-time, cannot afford insurance. And not going to the doctor would cost him his job, but going to the doctor would cost $200 for the appointment alone. This does not include additional testing, blood work, prescriptions, and whatever else he may need. He makes too much to receive government health care subsidies and not enough to afford the plans offered through private insurance companies, including his work. You see, Jason to the company is just another employee. The management at his job have absolutely no idea what Jason's life is like and they don't care to ask either. The company could not adequately determine whether or not Jason is making up excuses because the truth is, they don't know Jason any better than they know a stranger they sit by on the subway. And when employees see that management only care about their workforce when they can meet a need or benefit the management in some way or another, what kind of trade is that? What does that say about the value of the employees? That their lives are nothing more than the hours they put in at work? That they should dedicate themselves to a company that has made it apparent that everyone is expendable, replaceable, and unidentifiable in comparison to everyone else around them? This is the problem with our society. Nobody bothers to ask, what is your story? What is your life like? What have you been through? What motivates you to wake up in the morning and go to work as the sun rises? What gives you a purpose? And most importantly, what can we do better? Building close-knit relationships with our employees goes a long way. They are more likely to be honest, more likely to speak openly about the problems or issues they are facing, more likely to come to upper-level management seeking advice or help. When employees do not fear their staff, do not fear the pressure to always get everything done with little to no time available, and do not fear that no matter what, they will never be good enough, they actually end up working harder, smarter, longer, and live healthier lives. Companies lose a significant amount of money each and every year because they invest in their employees on a surface level basis only. And this, in return, ultimately leads to a low overall staff retention rate for those companies. 
Every investment a company makes should be one that continually feeds back into that company, not one that is trained by the company, leaves the company, and makes more money for somebody else. How do we build a better workplace environment? You need trust, honesty, open communication, diversity, acceptance, non-judgmental thinking, and most importantly, a willingness to listen and care. If your company's trickle-down system is barking orders and putting additional stress on the management staff below you, then you are a part of the problem. Projecting negativity onto those below you ends up the worst for the people in the workplace that fall at the bottom of the totem pole. The same individuals who complete the grunt work, and without them, the company would not be standing. If you communicate in the workplace environment based on emotional responses, by screaming or yelling when you are angry, and later apologize for this completely inappropriate and unprofessional behavior, then you are a part of the problem. Apologies do not change the way that you made the person or people feel in that moment. And that feeling resonates long after the occurrence. If you let your staff up and quit when they are beyond frustrated with something happening at work, and you don't stop them before walking out of the door and give them the opportunity to finally have someone listen to them, even though this is a problem that could have been dealt with far sooner than it was, then you are also a part of the problem. Because for a lot of people, whether this be their first job their first new department that they are working in, whatever the case may be, your company is giving them training, experience, and pay. And when they walk out that door and into the world of opportunities, they have all the things they need to get a new job with better hours, better pay, and better management. After I left the grocery store job, the bakery job, the deli job, the floral job, the preschool academy job, the before and after school care job, the audiovisual church worship service job, after I finally left all of these jobs and places of employment, today they are all now closed and out of business. Some buildings are torn down. Some buildings have large for rent signs casted across their windows. And some buildings have closed those department areas with blackout shutters and blocked entryways. The fact is, I retained years and years of employment at each of these places. I saw people come in the door about as quickly as they left. Many times, I too considered walking out with them. And one day, 
I followed the same path that everyone had followed previous to me. Not because the job was hard, not because I didn't love the work I did for the general public, but because I loved the company more in a single day than they had ever loved me the entire time I sacrificed my life, my well-being, my time, and even my own money during my employment there. They did not know my story. They did not know my life. They knew less about me than the customers who came in once a week and took the time to talk with me for a few minutes. No amount of money in the world, no amount of promotions, and no amount of apologies could make up for the opportunities they lost to build a relationship with me. Once you hit the breaking point and decide you are leaving for good, nothing at that point can be done to prevent it. And with every person that walks out, there are a million of their friends, family, loved ones, all of which know their story. And they know the company that is responsible for the situation. As people stop applying for jobs there and customers stop giving their money there, one day, all that will be left of the company is an empty building with a for rent sign slung across their big bay windows, an empty parking lot that once was filled with hundreds of cars, shopping carts, families, children, no longer existing. Stop getting to know employees on just a surface level basis. Stop asking the question of, why do we have such low employee retention rates, yet such high employee turnover rates? Stop projecting your anger, stress, and frustration onto the people that are essential to get the job done and keep your company in business. Stop asking why to the people who don't have the answer because they are not a part of this workforce crisis. Instead, start with a simple question to every employee that walks into the store and ask, what is your story? What are the biggest challenges you have overcome throughout life? What motivates you to get out of bed every single morning when the sun is rising and you could easily turn over and go back to sleep? What are your dreams that you wish to accomplish someday? And most importantly, what makes you happy? Because the truth is, people never leave when they are happy. People never leave with a backup plan of employment or with confidence that they will make it without their jobs. People leave when they are so unhappy that they feel damaged beyond repair to even consider returning again. And now every place they go, 
every job they get, and every person they meet that asks them, what's your story? They will tell about the time that they worked for your company, the negative experiences they had, and the problems they faced, all a part of what is now their story. And everyone else in the world will find in a five-minute conversation the answer to the question that your company has searched for and asked the wrong people for years and years and years. That all you had to do was have a conversation and care.